Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Law Chats with John and Amy. I'm John Yulian. This week's question are, what are some bankruptcy and non-bankruptcy options to deal with debt? I think often um, our clients or potential clients are surprised when they come in and meet with us for the first time and we don't just suggest bankruptcy. Um, there are plenty of situations where someone will come in and talk to us about what's going on and we kind of give them some other options that they maybe we want to consider. Um, if bankruptcy isn't the best option for them. So, John, do you think you can give an example of a recent time when that's happened? Sure. And uh, crazy weather today, so hopefully everybody's doing okay. Um, but here's a, a situation someone comes in and um, there's different options the person can look at. Um, someone comes in, they're behind on their mortgage, maybe just a, a couple of months. They've got substantial credit card debt. Um, the debt servicing on their credit card debt is, uh, you know, $2,500 a month. And most of that money's going to interest um, and they don't know what to do. So they make a good income, but too much of it is going to debt servicing. Well, that's a situation where we can look at the bankruptcy options, uh, chapter seven or chapter 13. But we would also consider or tell them to look at non-bankruptcy options, which is going to like a debt consolidation company or the companies that uh, I represent, they're going to be able to reduce the amount that you owe in debt. So certainly those should be compared with the bankruptcy options. And when we advise the clients, we tell them, here's what we can do through bankruptcy and compare that with what you can do through these debt consolidation or debt reduction companies. Another time I've had recently is where someone's maybe a couple of months behind on their mortgage. Um, and so we, we go over how a chapter 13 can help with that. But I also always ask them if they've applied for a loan modification yet. I think it's an option that some people don't really understand. And essentially, it's essentially refinancing the mortgage that you currently have without actually having to refinance it. And um, you begin a brand new oftentimes 30, your mortgage at a different interest rate and any debt that is owed, um, that you're behind on it becomes just part of the new principal. So that's an option as well. But I think on the flip side of that is when someone has been in a forbearance for like eight months on their mortgage and then comes in. And then with the forbearance, I think people don't understand that you're not paying for that time period, but at the end, they expect a lump sum payment. So if your mortgage is $2,000 a month and you've been in a forbearance for eight months, now you owe $16,000 in the lump sum. And in that situation, a bankruptcy might be a better option. Right. And the one other thing is on any of these options, because Amy, um, you know, we've seen plenty of them over the years. You need to do your homework on whether the company's a reputable company. So even if someone was to say, well, I'm going to go compare, John, what you've talked to me about or what Amy's talked to me about um, uh, compared to maybe what a debt consolidation company can do for me. Well, do your homework and make sure the debt consolidation company is a reputable company and uh, um, doesn't have a history of, of, of problems. Because we've seen over the years, we've seen the people who have gotten taken advantage of where they say they've sent money to a debt consolidation company out of state or something like that, and then made payments that they needed to make uh, to the debt consolidation company. And then all of a sudden they're calling, they can't get anybody, they can't get their calls returned. So like any business, you really have to um, 
do your homework and make sure you go into a company that that um, you know is reputable and seems to have good reviews. And and obviously, if you can get uh, a referral from someone, that's even more beneficial. But yeah, um, yeah go ahead, Amy. Um, the other thing I I do like to point out um, is the tax consequences. Um, I'm not an accountant, but bankruptcy is a non-taxable event. So if you get a Chapter 7 discharge or a 13 discharge, you don't owe any money on any of that debt that was discharged, which is not the case when you negotiate certain debt. Um, and I think that often a lot of these big debt consolidation companies, or if you're trying to individually negotiate with American Express or whoever it is, they don't tell you that. So that's something that I always want to make sure people understand um, because what I don't want is to see them in a year where they now owe money to the IRS or the state. And it's a, it's a worse problem than they were in a year, year prior. Right. And it's a great point, Amy, because just to use a simple example, if a company was owed $100 and the company says, I'll take $60, and that's the deal you make, well, that's a great savings. You, you've saved yourself $40, but you're going to get a 1099 at the end of the year for the $40 and you're going to owe a tax on that, right? So you do have to factor into any type of debt consolidation or debt reduction. If you're reducing the balance amount, you have to factor in, well, how much is it also costing me in tax consequences? And as you said, too often, because we've seen the people who said they did certain things, worked out a, a, a debt reduction, and then you know they're coming into us because they have this big tax bill because of the 1099 they received or the 1099s if there's multiple ones. Well, that's a problem. So, you know, people, consumers need to be aware of these things. So whatever decision they're making, they're making with full knowledge of the consequences under each scenario. Um, I think that's a good place to stop, Amy. Uh, yeah, just to summarize, just okay. you know, bankruptcy options, then there's loan modifications, forbearance, Debt consolidations, negotiating directly with with companies, and and if you're going to talk to an attorney and they refuse to even discuss any of those other options, that's probably a red flag for me at least. You know, you should be aware of of the options and figure out which one makes the most sense for your situation. I agree a hundred percent because it's important to know what your options are. Then you can take step two, which is then figuring out which is going to be your best option. Thanks for joining Law Chats with John and Amy. We look forward to chatting with you again next week. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email us at info at yulianlaw.com. Remember that Law Chats with John and Amy is intended as a general reference and considered general advertising, and listeners should check for changes to any applicable laws and consult with an attorney on any legal issue. The information provided does not constitute legal advice and any thoughts or commentary by the podcasting lawyers is provided as a service to the community and does not constitute solicitation of legal advice. The lawyers in the law firm of Yulian Associates PC make no warranties and disclaim all liabilities for damages resulting from its use. Nothing provided in the podcast should be considered a substitute for advice from counsel. No attorney-client relationship is formed by listening or participating in this podcast, and in the event that the podcast receives emails about the subject matter, no attorney-client relationship is created via the email communication.